There was a light inside of every one of us, an ember that burns and begs us to become more than what we have ever been. It's our aspirations that must become our allies. I noticed that everything that I have accomplished over the course of my life, I accomplished with a new set of beliefs and a new set of habits. I noticed I was able to make things happen when I destroyed the door in the room. See, I don't care what your goal is. It could be relationships. It could be to lose weight. It could be to make more money. It could be to become something nobody in your family has ever been. The moment that you destroy the door, the way out, in the room of your dream, that's when you make it happen. What you do while you are in pain will echo through the ages. Scrape the grill of your past and get all that junk out of there. Of every memory of every failure, you need to unplug from everybody and everything that is telling you that you cannot have your future, that you cannot have this goal, that you can't do what's on your heart to do. You gotta unplug, 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 unplug. There are too many people in your life that keep telling you that you are not qualified, that you don't have what it takes, that you will never be able to accomplish because your resume ain't long enough, because you don't have the experience, because you are unfit. And so you got to unplug from all the negative voices. you got to unplug from everything and everybody that's telling you you cannot have that dream, that you are not qualified to have that dream. you got to unplug. you got to unplug. It may hurt because there are some people that you're going to have to let go of. There are some people that, that can't come with you to the next level. They're not qualified to fly at the frequency that you're flying at. They cannot come. And you got to get in touch with you. See, you can't have the dream unless you know you. Now, everybody wants this dream. Everybody wants this lifestyle. But they don't know themselves. And so you need to take some physical evaluation, some emotional and psychological evaluation, spiritual evaluation. And you got to figure out, okay, what works? And, and, and what doesn't? And, and what are my boundaries? And what are my limitations? And what am I capable of? And what do I need to work on? And then you need to connect with the people that believe in your dream. Life moves at the speed of your relationships, connections, and circles. You need to ask for forgiveness. You need to forgive yourself. You need to reprioritize your activities. Everybody wants the dream to come true, but nobody wants to reprioritize their activities. Nobody wants to hack into their habitual nature and build new habits that are going to give you the future that you seek, that you seek after. If not now, then when? Dream big, start small. You gotta dream big, start small, act now. Dream, dream big, big, start, start small, small, act, act now. now. Stop waiting for the temperature to change. Stop waiting for your feelings to be in check. Stop waiting for everything to line up. It's never gonna line up, it's never gonna be perfect. You just gotta jump. You just have to jump. There are no roses without rain. If you can remember that, then you will always see adversity as advantage and obstacle as opportunity. Know this, that your process may be messy, but your mess will become your message. 
So what is your why? Because if your why is powerful enough, then you can persevere through the process. What is it? Find it. Define it. Be reminded that you can, you will, you must never give up. The actions that you take, the moves that you make will echo throughout the ages as there is a generation of people who are attached to your why. And if you don't succeed, they'll never believe. So make it happen. Persistence, consistency, resilience, courage, establishing your priorities, mastering self-awareness, maintaining focus, believing that your help is coming because if your dream only requires you, it's not big enough. And I know it's hard right now, and I know you feel like quitting, but you gotta understand there is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. Stop lying to yourself and telling yourself that you have time. See, the greatest lie that you have believed far too long is that you have time. You have time. That there is a tomorrow that that you can drag your feet and you can you can crawl. Sometimes you gotta run. That kid, you can't crawl towards some dreams. You can't walk towards some dreams. Some dreams you gotta run toward. You gotta run, baby. Run, run, run. Run after it. Run like there's no tomorrow. Run like you know you deserve it. Run like you know that there is nobody else that can attain it. Run after it. For many of you, defeat has traumatized you and it has left an image in your head and this is why you won't go after it. I want you to erase the face of defeat and embrace the process. Now I know for many of you, that's like a bad word. You hate process, but see the process is a series of actions or steps taken in order to achieve a particular end. And in order for you to reach your end, that end is going to have to be extremely valuable in your eyes. The process is muddy. The process is murky. The process is dark. The process is cold. The process is going to leave you in places where you're going to feel like you have been abandoned, like nobody believes in you, nobody supports you. When you don't see a light at the end of your tunnel, you got to remember the light that is burning inside of you that nobody is able to put out. There is not a person on this planet that can stop you. There is not a person on this planet that can puncture your potential if you can just get through the process. Just get through the process. It's muddy, it's bloody, but it's worth it. At the end of the day, it's worth it. No sunrise without a sunset. There is no one like you in all of the earth. There is no one that can do what you can do. You are the only option. You are the only play. Nobody else is going to be able to do this. Know this, that your process may be messy, but your mess will become your message. So what is your why? Because if your why is powerful enough, then you can persevere through the process. What is it?
find it, define it, be reminded that you can, you will, you must never, never give, up. give up. The truth of the matter is, how are you so emotionally injured, so mentally drained, so physically fatigued that you have allowed your dream, your destiny to take a back seat to this excuse that you don't have what it takes, that you're not smart enough, that you're not tall enough, that you're not wide enough, that you're not deep enough, that you're not connected enough, that you don't know enough people. You keep comparing yourself to that person and this person. When will the excuses stop? Your purpose bigger than your excuse. I don't know your name, but I know you have a dream. I don't, I don't know where you're from or where you're listening to me. You may be listening to me in your closet, your bedroom, the gym, the car, the bus, the train, the plane. I don't know where you're going, but I know you are going somewhere. You've got a destination. People that make excuses are not connected to their destination. They don't have an end game. They don't have a goal. You have allowed yourself to become a weak link covered under the blanket of excuses. But I'm just wondering if there's anybody here that has a dream. And if you've made your excuses bigger than your dream, the time is now to apply pressure. It may not be easy, but it's not impossible. This is not a I feel like it today. This is not an unmotivated for a week. This is an every single day mentality. You may have to work three times. You may have to lose sleep. You may have to go to college and raise five children and still maintain your marriage and work your side hustle. I don't know what your story is, but if you will keep a no excuse mentality, then the sky is not your limit. The sky is your starting point. This is an every single day mentality. I never get turned off. Every single day, I want my destiny. I want my dream. When somebody is in love with who they've been called to become, what they've been called to fulfill, what they've been destined to do, there is no day off. There are no light. Listen, I'm not a light switch. You can't turn me off. I can never get turned off. Every single day, I'm giving everything I have. That's how big my dream is. And so there's no excuse. There's no pain. There's no dilemma. There are no speed bumps. There's no distraction that can turn me off. I'm not a light switch. You can't turn me off. I want this thing every single day. If it's important to you, you're going to find a way. You won't have to look for a resource. You will become resourceful. It's not always about the accomplishment. It's about the effort. If we can just keep that effort going, the excuse is irrelevant. You got to be stronger than your excuses. Excuses don't get results. Now we've got to go through the process of being stronger than our excuses. We get one opportunity to come this way. We get one shot. We got one life to live. Life is too short to make excuses. Truth is, everybody's got purpose. Right? Everybody's got a dream. Everybody's got something they have to pass or achieve or become. But we are generationally programmed to love convenience. 
And the truth of the matter is, it is so convenient to make an excuse. I want to give you just a few things that you can do to help you to stop making excuses. To help you to stop habitually gravitating to the place called convenience. If you can hear my voice, you've got work to do. You've got a destiny to fulfill. You've got a purpose to walk into. You've got a test to pass. You've got dots to connect, rooms to walk in, stages to stand on, and tables to sit down on. We all want to do something. We all want to be somebody. We all want to go somewhere. And if, we're, if these things are going to happen, we've got to stop habitually gravitating to excuse. Number one, you got to stop comparing yourself to everybody else. Rule number one, kill the comparison game. Well, I don't, I don't do it like them, and I, I don't say it like them, and I don't, I'm not as tall as them, and I'm not as strong as them, and I, I don't have the money that they have, I don't have the resources that they have, I don't, well, the, the, the reason why I, I, I couldn't do it is because my parents weren't there for me, and the, the reason why I didn't get to go to college on a full ride because my coach, he didn't create the highlight reel for, for the sports scholarship, the, the reason why, and so we, we're just programmed to blame everybody else. When will you look in the mirror and stop comparing yourself to everybody else? We compare ourselves to the way people look. We compare our stories to their stories and our relationship to their relationship. Every single day, the excuses that we make are like a warm blanket pooled over us, covering up the underlining issue of fear, the spirit, the personality of fear. Truth is, the reason why you haven't done it is because you're afraid. Maybe if you could just listen to this a couple times, maybe you'll stop making so many excuses because the excuse is nothing but a cosmetic. It's makeup. It's a blanket. It's a convenience that we habitually gravitate to because it just makes us feel better. But the underlining issue, the underlining cancer, the inflammation is fear. We're afraid. We're afraid that if we give our best, the best isn't good enough. We're afraid because we're constantly comparing ourselves to other people. We're afraid that we won't be seen. We're afraid that people will change if we evolve. We're afraid that maybe we'll lose our friends if we began to shift our thinking. You have to have a marriage mentality when it comes to achieving what it is that's on the inside of you. What it is that's in your head to manifest it and hold it in your hands. You have to have a marriage mentality. The problem with many of you is you keep dating the idea, the potential of focus and success and determination and discipline. You're only disciplined once a week. You're only determined twice a week. You're only, you're only enthusiastic about the journey on Sundays or Wednesdays. Once you make a covenant, you know what? I'm going to commit to this. You're going to put the blood, you're going to put the sweat, you're going to put the tears in, you're going to lose sleep, you're going to go days without eating, you're going to do whatever it takes to make the sacrifices necessary to manifest. There are too many people in your life who have left you. There are too many people in your life who have counted you out. There are too many people in your life who have whispered in your ear and said you'll be worse off without them. Prove them wrong! Keep loving those who have lied on you. Keep blessing those who have cursed you. Don't be bitter. 
Don't be frustrated. Listen, just remain faithful behind the scenes. Promotion is coming. Stages and opportunities are being prepared right now as you sacrifice in secret, as you put the work in in the dark room, as you do what is required to hold in your hand what you see in your hand. I remember being on my job with no possibility of a future. And I will never forget the moment that a man walked up to me and looked me in my eyes and told me that this was the best I would be able to do. And I came to the resolve in that very moment that greatness would be my new norm. What he said to me hit me hard. It was a metaphoric, massive blow to my face. But like a wise man once said, you gotta pick your head up like your nose is bleeding. And right where they left you for dead, elevate where he told me I would retire from. That this was the end of the lie. I came to the resolve that I would not believe the lie. I could hear it in the air that the voice of destiny would reside in the place where he wanted me to die. I made the decision to fight for my future. You will not pause. You will progress. You will not expire. You will evolve. You will not crumble in the midst of crises. You may be neck deep in what seems to be a catastrophic storm of chaos, but I pray that in this moment, you will find the calm, the peace, the hope, the faith, the courage, the expectancy you need to live and not die. To move up and not stay where you are. You get what you see. And that is the formula for expectancy. Your expectation is what you believe is about to happen. And for many of you, you have been so traumatized by the past that your expectations are so diminished. Your expectations have been dying a slow death because of the trauma of the past. You expect nothing. And so you feel like, if I don't expect anything, then you can't hurt me. If I have no expectation on you, then you cannot disappoint me. If you are going to win the fight for the future, you are going to have to have a high expectation. It was Kobe Bryant that said everything negative, pressure, and challenges is all an opportunity for me to rise. It's crises that reveals what we are comprised of. And I ask you the question, are you praying the darkness away? Or are you becoming the highest version of yourself in the midst of the darkness? You know, when you find yourself standing in the middle of trial, tribulation, scarcity, and uncertainty, there is a process from flapping to flight. How you process pain will determine your future. I need you to fight for the future! Let that sink in for a minute. 
are not your crises. You are not what you are going through. What are you expecting the outcome to be? Because you can't change what has happened. However, you can change what will happen. Your responsibility is once you've gone from flapping to flight is to protect your progress, to protect your territory. You got to get a real boss-like mentality with your territory. All the ground that you gain, protect your territory. I ask you the question, when are you going to stop thinking that you are what you are going through? When we step into elevation and we get that, what I like to call that bird's eye view, we gain a greater perspective when we zoom out. And too many of you are guilty of becoming what you are going through. You are not what you are going through. See, in the game of life, those who have an elevated perspective will inherit the future. And it is time for you to fight for your future. How bad do you want the future? I want you to let that question sink in. Because the day you stop quacking with ducks and start flying with the eagles, all of a sudden everything changes. But you know, for many of you, you are addicted to the company of the duck. I need you to scrupulously examine the landscape of your relationships. Because if nobody told you, let me be the first one to tell you, Separation precedes elevation. It's a lot of people in your life that are holding you down, that are holding you back. There are some people you're going to have to let go of in order to elevate above the noise, above the dysfunction, to be a light shining brilliantly through the darkness, above the uncertainty, high above all murky waters, beyond the pain of the test and trial. Elevated people will always ask themselves, what did I learn in the midst of it all? King David said in Psalms 119.71, it was good for me that I had been afflicted, that I might learn thy statutes. And when you're stepping in this space, in this realm, in this world of elevation, you are not asking God, why am I in pain? You are asking God, what am I getting ready to become? With high expectation, elevated people will ask themselves, what am I getting ready to become? And what will I learn in the midst of this? While the world is in panic, while the world is perturbed, while the world is puzzled, you pray and plan your next move. Don't fear the dark. Ask yourself, what did you learn in it? Adversity is our advantage. Decide to come out of this better. Find yourself in this elevated place. Everybody wants it. We want promotion. We want the upgrade. We want advancement. We want to move up. We want to have a competitive advantage in the marketplace. My attention has been arrested by the conversation of the bird. You know, oftentimes learning to fly means falling from the nest and making that long trip back to it. And some birds never make it back to the top. But for the ones that do, once they learn to spread their wings, 
the game changes. Once they learn to start to spread their wings and then they begin to flap those wings, then all of a sudden their life goes to that next level. And I think a lot of you are stuck. You've spread your wings, but you're afraid to flap them because you're worried about what people are going to say about you. Baby bird don't care what anybody says about what it looks like in its process because process precedes the breakthrough. There is something that is burning inside of us to go to the next level to see this one thing that I'm about to bring to your attention. And if you're going to see it, if you're going to see breakthrough, then you are going to have to be okay with the process that is required. The preceding action and thoughts that are required to see this breakthrough. The baby bird spreads its wings, then it flaps its wings and it flaps and flaps and flaps until the flapping becomes flight. And a lot of you are in this season called flapping. And you're like, man, this isn't flying. And you're looking at everybody and you're comparing yourself to everybody that's flying and you're diminishing your process. You're diminishing your flapping season. Get through your flapping season with grace and faith. See, faith is an invitation to the future. Faith is the door, it is the pathway, it is the corridor to the future. And if you are going to fight for the future, you've got to fight with faith. Get through your flapping season. Get through your flapping season. I know you've got tears in your eyes, but get through your flapping season and fight for flight. Because eventually, the flapping turns in to flight. Hustling is a mentality. It's a code of conduct. The hustler's mentality is, how can this challenge be my opportunity? And what can I learn? The, the hustler thinks differently. All roads lead back to the mentality. If you're going to win the fight for your future, you're going to have to prepare your mindset for the workload. You can't be afraid to change. You gotta beat on your craft every day. I don't have permission to stop. All roads lead back to your mindset, your mentality. The way that you see this thing is going to determine your future. A hustler is committed and consistent. So this is not a Monday through Friday thing. It's a Monday through Monday thing. Every single day, I'm beating on my craft. Every single day, I'm looking to become more than I was yesterday. I am not in competition with anybody. The hustler says the only person I am competing with is who I used to be yesterday. The hustler says, I don't have a second to waste. The hustler does not waste time. Put the hours in. No days off mentality. A lot of people want to lose weight. A lot of people want to see transformation. A lot of people want to see something different. It's like, if I don't put the work in, I'm not going to have muscles. And so the hustler knows how to prioritize their time. The hustler knows how to lock in. You got to lock in. Whatever it is that you're setting out to do is going to require a different version of yourself. 
If you're going to manifest in your hands what you see in your head, then you're going to have the courage, the confidence, the self-belief, and the self-determination to go out every single day and make it happen. Every single day somebody's doing something you're not willing to do to secure the future. And so when you go into the day with that mindset, that list will shrink. The list of people that are outworking you, it'll shrink. So you got to dedicate to creative time. You need an army to fulfill destiny. So you got to be connected. You got to grow your network. And all that you do and your failures and your successes, learn from them. Note takers are the money makers. Hustlers take notes. It's difficult to manifest what is not written down. Put me in a room with a hundred people. I'm gonna take more notes than them. I'm gonna listen better. I'm gonna have more fun. I'm gonna learn more. I'm gonna talk less. And so the movement that we see across the earth from the high achievers, the successful entrepreneurs, those who are launching businesses and organizations, it all starts with their mindset, their mentality, the psychology of a champion is just different. Hustlers are just wired differently. And so the hustler knows how to prioritize their time. The hustler knows how to lock in. You gotta lock in. You have to put the hours in. You may have to raise children, cultivate your marriage, and work your side hustle all at the same time. Everybody knows if you don't go to the gym, if you don't get on the treadmill, put the cardio in, if you don't hit the weights and lift, you're not going to walk around with the physique that you see in your head. It's going to remain a conversation, a vision, a dream. How do you manifest what you see in your head to hold it in your head is that you got to have that hustler's mentality. The hustler is going to outwork everybody in the room. The hustler says, if me and you are on the treadmill, two things are going to happen. Either you're going to get off first or I'm going to die trying to beat you. Because I'm completely sold out to the dream, the vision that I'm carrying. The difference between game changers and city shakers and the people that just talk about it, the people that just dream about it, have visions about it, fill notebooks about it. The difference between the two, number one is that they are absolutely clear on what it is that they've been called to do and what it is they've been called to build and who it is they've been called to become. Number two, a hustler is committed and consistent. The hustler's mindset is that if I'm going to have something, I've got to first become something. And so hustling can't be a weekend thing, right? It can't be I'm gonna do it this Friday, I'm gonna do it Monday. Okay, I'm motivated on Monday. It's a government, it's a lifestyle. This is what I do every single day and I don't have an on and off switch. The first thing on a hustler's radar is not the opportunity, it's the mindset. Because if I get the opportunity with the wrong mindset, I won't maintain the opportunity, I'll lose it. And the hustler understands the power of retention, okay? So the hustler eliminates distractions. <laughs> the hustler says, I'm beating on my crab. The hustler says, I'm going after it. The hustler says, I can't afford to miss this moment 
I can't afford to overlook this critical time, this crucial opportunity. I'm gonna give it everything I have, period. When you've got this hustler's mentality, you're not looking for a handout. You just know you have to outwork everybody in the room. You gotta put the work in after hours. You're not wasting your time being entertained. You're not wasting your time watching TV all day. You're not wasting your time complaining about what you don't have. The hustler has already come to the conclusion that if they don't have something, they have to become. So you gotta prepare your mindset for what it is that you're going after. If you have to listen to this a thousand times, understand how hustlers are wired, the psychology of a champion. Just keep moving, keep hustling, keep grinding until you no longer have to introduce yourself. Destiny is calling, even now. Many of you listening to me have been beautifully equipped to live in a world that no longer exists. But I want to give you a new word for change, and that word is evolution. And you are either going to evolve or expire. See, everything changes. The economy changes. Relationships changes. We change mentally and emotionally and physically, and you are either dying or you are either living. Every time you made a change, you got hurt. And so this is why when you hear the word change, there is a mental block. You cannot change because you have equated change with pain. Every time you have changed, you feel pain. You stepped out of one relationship to another and you feel pain. You leave one neighborhood to another and you feel pain. You go from one job to another and you feel the fire of transition. So every time you hear the word change, you see pain. Every time they say it's time to make a difference, every time they say you need to go from this place to that place, all you can see is blood in your eyes, all you can feel is the blood and trauma in your mouth, hypnotized by the pain of change. Evolve your belief system. Change is not pain. See change as growth. See change as transformation. See change as evolution. See change as necessary. See change as critical. See change as inevitable. And the more and more you start to see that change is not pain, you're gonna see transformation. Your life's gonna experience a quantum leap because now, even though in your childhood you were traumatized, because of change. Your history is not your destiny. See, those of you who will evolve, who are willing to evolve, you will inherit the future. Those of you who are willing to take everything you do to the next level, you will inherit the future. It is the individual who is willing to become more. Change is inevitable. And you are either changing for the worse or changing for the better. You decide. Change is an invitation to the future. If I can change, I can have my future.
Another reason why people hate change is because not only do they see change as pain, but all they see change is as failure. And it's because every time you've made a change, you have failed. And you have to start identifying change with a new layer of belief. People tell me all the time, it's hard to get wealthy. It's hard to grind. It's hard to be focused. How do you even do these speeches? It's hard to stay motivated. It's hard to stay broke. It's hard to stay depressed. It's hard to stay governed by anxiety. It's hard to be inconsistent. It's hard not to have daily disciplines. It's hard not to believe in yourself. It's hard to be broke. It's hard to be poor. It's hard. It's all hard. So choose your heart. You either go work for it, you're gonna sit there and let life knock you down and dare you to get back up. So I see the privilege. I see the moment. I see change as pleasure. I see change as transformation. I see change as evolution. I see change as beauty, brilliance. I see change as the future. I see change as necessary. I see that if I don't change, there is a generation of people who are gonna be stuck in the same place if I don't evolve. See, the marketplace rewards those who have evolved. The marketplace rewards those who have become more valuable. You will be rewarded for the pain. Cry in secret, plead in secret, but in public you'll be rewarded. And if everything you listen to goes over your head, you are going to miss your moment and stay living in the midst of the madness. The madness of impossibility, the lie. Somebody lied to you and told you that it was impossible. Every time somebody told me I could not do something, I had a decision that I had to make in order to achieve what they said was impossible. The power is wrapped in the truth and in the power of their perspective. It's wrapped in your capacity, your ability to believe in a dream even if nobody believes in you. Destiny is calling. Your perspective can either become your prison or your passport. It can either arrest you or release you. In 1903, it was the Wright brothers that defied the laws of gravity. And if you know anything about gravity, gravity will pull you down and keep you down. It will stop you from flight. It will stop you in your tracks. If you believe in something, metaphorically speaking, gravity will hold you down, it will hold you back, and it will dare you to fight. Your perspective can either be your prison or your plane. I don't know about you, but today, I made the decision to defy the laws of gravity. The first successful heavier-than-air-powered aircraft was designed and built by the Wright brothers. They flew it four times on December 17, 1903, near Keel Devil Hills, about four miles. I believe possibility is destiny, and it is fear that keeps us arrested and apprehended by the spirit of impossibility.
I'm gonna tell you this right now, and nobody else is gonna tell you this. Impossible is a spirit, and you've got to arrest that spirit or it will arrest you. Impossibility is like a soda fountain. The easy way out, the path of least resistance because to say something is impossible, to give up, to cop out, to fill your cup of carbonated excuses. It tastes good, but it doesn't sit well as it goes down into your system. To remove the two letters is the grit of existence, the binding faith of hope to your chest and letting your heart beat. You gotta rewrite the code, you gotta rewrite the script. Calling all reformers, I'm calling all innovators, I'm calling all game changers, I'm calling all world shakers, I'm calling all city shifters, I'm calling everybody that has an inkling of faith in themselves, I'm calling everybody. You will inherit the future! We gotta rewrite the code in our soul because it's a matter of the soul, it's a matter of the will. People that have a will to win are the ones who, who win. These are the people that see the future. These are the people that see not where the hockey puck is, but they see where the hockey puck is going. And that's the type of person that we all need to evolve to become. I, I learned years ago that the difference between people that get things done and people that do not is sheer willpower. Out of all the motivational speeches you have heard, how much of it have you retained and applied to your life? Because understanding the power and the difference between what is impossible and what is possible, it all comes back to your perspective and your capacity. If your why is big enough, then your will will be powerful enough to persevere through the how. You're not looking for resources when you have a will. You become resourceful. And that's the difference between people that see this thing as possible and people that do not. It comes down to one thing and that is your will. See, you don't want it bad enough. You don't want it bad enough, that's why you can't get it done. And so the how intimidates you. And, and, and the what boxes you in. We're more concerned about collaboration than character. I think we need to come back to a place where we're examining ourselves as an individual before a people. We make the people better when we deal with the person. You gotta deal with the person. You gotta deal with you. It's always gonna be impossible to you if you don't see the power of your will and the power of your why. There are key components and key ingredients in the recipe of a student mentality. Number one, you need to be disciplined. The future is very expensive and only those who are carriers of discipline can inherit the future. I need you to stay motivated. I don't care if you have to listen to me a thousand times, I need you to stay motivated. And I need that motivation to mature into discipline. I need you to be self-aware. So I need you to remember that you are always learning. In life, you are always learning. And I need you to believe in yourself. I need you to see yourself capable, lovable, and unconditionally worthy of your future. Turn your pain into progress.
I need you to see yourself. See yourself. One of the things that many students lack is vision. You got to see yourself before you get there. You have to hear yourself telling yourself thank you. I need you to open up your ears. Open up your ears. Because the you from the future is telling you thank you. Thank you for not giving up when you wanted to give up. Thank you for not being depressed. Thank you for not allowing the brokenness to eat your progress. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You got this. It's going to get hard sometimes. I'm telling you right now. It's not going to be easy. But it's worth it. Maybe you're listening to me right now. You want to lose weight or you... You're trying to pass the final exam, or maybe there's just this feat that seems as though it is impossible. Turn your pain into progress. Turn your pain into progress. I need you to be uncomfortable with average. I need you to be allergic to average. I need you to come to the end of yourself. So many people are depending on you. A student is hardworking. A student is mentally tough have the ability to adapt, have a character, consistency, demonstrate courage on the daily, stay motivated, stay positive, earn your respect, have a winning attitude, breathe, compete, make no excuses, set goals, practice great habits, stay focused. You want your future? You gotta outwork everybody on that field. You gotta outwork everybody in the room. You gotta learn how to perform under pressure. You gotta leave it all out on the field. <laughs> Everybody wants the future, but everybody wants to be average. There are gonna be times when you feel like you're losing your mind and you study for hours and you're gonna take an exam and you will not pass. A student is resilient. A student is disciplined. A student is committed. A student is consistent even when they don't want to be because the cycle of depression needs to end with you. The cycle of not enough needs to end with you. The lack and the dysfunction and the anxiety and all of these things that your family and your father and your mother have gone through. You have to keep a student mentality. I studied and I failed the exam. I studied and I failed the test. And life is an uphill war and it is filled with tests and exams and critical moments where you are going to have to dig deep inside of yourself and ask yourself why? Why did you start in the first place? And what was the emotion, the feeling, what was the science and the psychology behind the decision that you made? And nine times out of ten, I can tell you why you started. You started because you were hungry. Hunger is the feeling of discomfort or weakness caused by a lack of food coupled with a desire to eat. How hungry are you? When you feel like throwing in the towel, when you feel like surrendering everything you work for, remember why you started. Remember how you felt when you started. You were hungry. When you want to let go, when you want to surrender, when you want to stop, when you're ready to quit, when you have failed and failed again. Let me remind you what got you here. Hunger got you here. A strong desire 
got you here. You were desperate to break curses in your family. You were desperate to break the cycle of poverty and depression. You were desperate. Hunger got you here. Remember this. Every dream requires discipline. Every dream requires discipline. You can travel the world and study students and their behaviors and their mindsets. There is a science behind achievement. And when you study the most successful students in the world, we find that they are responsible, they are motivated, they are self-managed, they are self-aware. They have a long-lasting student mentality even after they have passed the test. Because they understand that life is a test. And in life, there are ups and there are downs. And so accept the responsibility. See yourself as primarily responsible for your outcomes and your experiences. You are going to need discipline. Motivation will help you get started. But discipline is going to keep you on the road to your destiny. You got to be self-motivated. You got to find purpose in what you do by discovering personally meaningful goals and dreams. If you're going to be a successful student, if you're going to come out on top, you've got to start managing your time. You plan and you take action in pursuit of your goals and dreams. So let me tell you something. Everybody has a dream that there is a behavior that must follow your belief system. Remember this. Behavior follows belief. If you have not been able to change your behavior to match your dream, then you need to go back and examine your belief. Because 10 times out of 10, if you can't change your behavior to match your dream, then you don't believe. When somebody believes, everything changes. The time is coming where you are going to feel like giving up. But you're going to have to remember why you started. You got to dig deep and learn how to create possibilities for yourself when nobody gives you an opportunity. You have to turn your mess into your message. Study strategy over the years and achieve the spirit of the warrior. Today is a victory over yourself of yesterday. Tomorrow is your victory over lesser men. There is a student mentality in all of us that must be tapped into. A student is resilient. A student is disciplined. It is only through discipline that you will experience the freedom of a warrior. A student never surrenders. See, the strategy is the plan. The strategy, the game plan, the plan of action, the recipe, the how must be studied before the first step is taken. I am convinced that so many of us lose because of what we were not willing to study. We must grow a discipline to deliberately investigate what we are getting ready to enter into. We must be calculated as we enter into new seasons, into new relationships. 
This is the road to becoming a warrior. An experienced, skilled, and calculated soldier. A fighter. A game changer. Somebody who refuses to stay down. This is somebody who is set apart from those who operate in the realm of normalcy. This is somebody who is above and beyond. We got a bit of a work ethic to go after it. A student is a disciple, and a disciple is disciplined. Disciplined to achieve the spirit of the warrior. They are perfectly positioned for victory daily. Discipline is an invitation out of normalcy. A man who studies is a man who is allergic to average. So you are a warrior, and you don't even know it. Take a deep breath. Inhale. And exhale. Inhale. And exhale. After today, everything is about to change. Because change starts with you. To understand this is to know the difference between men and lions. You must understand that there is more than one path to the top of the mountain. And in this very moment, all you have is all you need. See, somebody lied to you and told you that life is about acquiring more to move forward. And what if I told you that getting to the top of the mountain was not about acquiring more, but about becoming more? That if you can become, then you will find your authentic path to the top. Everybody wants to go to the top, but nobody wants to discover new ways to climb there. Find your authenticity. Discover your identity. We're all told, if you want to get to the top, follow the leader. But that is a broken mentality. Yes, leaders are necessary, but we must be fully aware when we have been called to lead, to blaze our own trail, to discover a new way. It's daunting, it's exhausting to get to the top. But there is more than one way and you will discover that way by not acquiring. So it is not the more that you get, the faster you will go. It is the more you become, the quicker you will elevate. And so getting to the top of the mountain has more to do with becoming than acquiring. What is your mountain? What is your trial? Who is the giant standing in front of you? Name it and defeat it. The climb is just as important as the arrival. The top is the end game, but the process is what will make you. Think lightly of yourself and deeply of this world. Life begins at the end of your comfort zone, at the end of your ego and your insecurities. But when you come to the end of yourself and the beginning of the understanding of our world, why we're here and what is our purpose, then all of a sudden everything changes. Think lightly of yourself and deeply 
of the world. The world is vast. Over 7.5 billion people walk the face of this planet. There is so much here. Creation, the antelope, the trees, the mountains, the stars, people from every nation in every tongue. We have economy. We have industry. We have technology. We are more advanced than ever before. So take a moment and agree never to self-sabotage yourself. No more self-condemnation that you cease to see the opportunities in this world. How beautiful our planet is. To think lightly of yourself and deeply of this world is an invitation out of your ego, out of your insecurities, out of what you think you cannot do. It is to look beyond your program. It is to think of your legacy. It is to think of what you will leave behind. It is to think of your contribution and your impact. Even in this moment, in the midst of trial, in the midst of tribulation, ask yourself the question, what can I contribute? You see, conflict is necessary. Trial is, is needed. It causes us to create, to be proactive, to be inventive. It moves us to become pioneers. What type of mark will you leave in the earth? What will be your legacy? Man has always been haunted by the vastness of eternity. And so we ask ourselves, when we are long gone, will our names remain? You're broke? Welcome to the club. You're scared? Welcome to the club. You're not sure? Welcome to the club. There is nothing. I mean literally nothing you are facing right now that the great ones didn't face before. It ain't just you dealing with it. Everybody got to deal with insecurities. Everybody got to deal with fear. And you might have to say, I'm going to get through this over and over and over until you believe it. The great ones fight through. Everyone has challenges and setbacks. That's a part of the journey. Can you please do you a favor and get out of your head? You're still wishing and you're still hoping for it. You're still planning. Like you've been planning this for five years. Get out of your own head. Because once you taste that success, I want you to keep eating. Once you get success on your lips, I want you to keep drinking. Once you understand the keys of success, it's not the end, it is only the beginning. Because you understand, once you get that breakthrough, you finally understand what you're capable of. Purpose is bigger than the pain, and the promise is bigger than the process. And I know it's hard right now, and I know you feel like quitting, but you gotta understand there is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. Stop lying to yourself and telling yourself that you have time. See, the greatest lie that you have believed far too long is that you have time. You have time that there is a tomorrow that, that you can drag your feet and you can, you can crawl 
Sometimes you gotta run. You can't crawl towards some dreams. You can't walk towards some dreams. Some dreams you gotta run towards. You gotta run, baby. Run, run, run. Run after it. Run like there's no tomorrow. Run like you know you deserve it. Run like you know that there is nobody else that can attain it. Run after it. You got a lot more to do. All you gotta do is get out your way. All you gotta do is believe. And all you gotta do, my friend, is to start. And I mean, start now. There is a boat that you're gonna have to take to this island. And when you get to that island, there are many mountains you must climb. But in order to get to the top of that mountain, you gotta burn the boat you came to that island on. And see, for many of you, you keep giving yourself options, you keep giving yourself ways out. There is a mentality that must be adapted in order for you to win. It's called, there is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. You gotta start now. The gift of now is powerful. This is a day that you have never seen before. And this is also a day that you will never see again. You said the same stuff last year. Broke, that was your excuse last year. I'm too busy. That's a good one, but not good enough. Why are you busy and running from your purpose? Nobody will help me. Woe is me. Nobody will support me. Honestly, until you start for real, until you launch, there ain't nothing to support. People tired of hearing you talking about it. We can't help you. We can't support you until you get started. Start now. No time to wait. You have a purpose. It is imperative that you do not waste the time that you have been given. Stop talking about your imperfections. Start now, ain't nobody perfect because you'll never be perfect. Start now, you got haters with all your haters. I've been telling you since the 90s, if you don't have haters, your vision is too small. You gotta dream big, start small, act now. Dream big, start small, act now. See, stop waiting for the temperature to change. Stop waiting for your feelings to be in check. Stop waiting for everything to line up. It's never gonna line up, it's never gonna be perfect. You just gotta jump. You just have to jump. You have to believe in yourself because you already know what defeat feels like. You already know what the pain feels like. You already know what uncertainty and doubt and insecurity feels like. You already know what failure feels like. Give yourself a chance. Start now. You have a life assignment. And in order to fulfill your assignment, you're going to have to take advantage of every hour and every minute that you are gifted each day. Anybody who has ever achieved any level of success will tell you, you got to get out of your feelings. Your feelings are going to keep you locked in a prison of paralysis, addicted to a drug called comfort. 
This is your dream. I mean, this is your passion. For real, this is your goal. Which means you gotta drive it. Which means you gotta get in the driver's seat. Which means you gotta grab the steering wheel and you gotta make it move. Even if you gotta start this trip alone. Now I know that there are some things that you have been hoping will happen. I get it. <laughs> I'm a visionary. I'm a dreamer. But I'm also an action taker. And today I want to encourage you to go beyond talking about what you want to see happen and get to work. You pick up your support along the way. You pick up your help along the way. But every great person, every great woman, every great man, they started their journey all alone and they picked up help, support, and momentum along the way. Nobody can help you do anything until you start. So you got to start now. You have to change your perspective. You have to change your expectation. And you got to believe that this time, the lights going to come on. This time, your parachute is going to open. Anybody that's ever achieved any level of success will tell you they had to jump. Because the great ones pushed through. They had the same thoughts you had. Don't you think you're the only one thinking these thoughts? They had the same thoughts you had, but they pushed through. Steve Harvey said this years ago. If you want it, you gotta jump. You gotta make that move. And you can't wait to feel right. You can't wait to be comfortable. You can't always be calculated. Sometimes you're not gonna have all the answers. I don't want you to be a superhero to everyone else and then turn around and let yourself down. I want you to appreciate and utilize the gifts, the talents, the skills, and the positive attributes that you have been given. You are not afraid to fail, my friend. What you are afraid of is success. Because all you had inside your head for so long is those negative thoughts. The whole time you've been talking yourself out of it and everybody around you has been trying to talk you into it. Give yourself an opportunity. Walk through the door, it's waiting for you. If you can't find a door, you gotta build a door. Stop waiting until the conditions are perfect and begin and make the conditions perfect. Stop waiting for resources and become resourceful. Stop it, stop it, stop it. You get to choose how you will spend your time and energy. You get to choose what you will do with your now. What are you waiting for? The perfect time? There is no perfect time. The perfect season? There is no perfect season. Because you don't even have to be here. You don't even have to be alive if you are listening to me right now. Every breath that you breathe is mercy. And you better take advantage of that. It is a gift that did not have to be given to you. And so, act now. So let's stop talking about it. And let's get it. Remove yourself from the list of people that have disappointed you, that have lied to you, that have let you down. You are number one on that list. Remove yourself. The real you is breathing down your neck, begging you to manifest. Stop lying to yourself. Stop letting you down. You gotta kill the blame game. Stop blaming it on the person that walked out on you. Stop blaming it on the person that overlooked you. Stop blaming it on the person that 
undervalued you. Stop blaming it on the person that did not promote you, that did not see it, that did not believe it. Stop blaming everybody and look yourself in the mirror. It's your fault you failed. You started the year with a little motivation and a few ideas and it all tanked before February. And the thing you gotta ask yourself is, am I gonna repeat my history or will I blaze a new trail? Because history for many of you is insecurity. History for many of you is depression and anxiety and that substance you can't shake and that person you can't leave. History for many of you is they're better than me. History for many of you is nobody will show up if I build it. I don't have the time. I'm not good enough. It's time to get out of the way. It is because of you that you are not where you want to be. You are the issue. It's you. Your issue is you. Nobody has lied to you more than you. And so here's what I need you to do. Go find a mirror, go for a walk, go for a drive. Tell yourself, this is my year. You gotta be willing to do what 98% of the people in this world are unwilling to do. You gotta eat differently. You gotta work differently. You gotta think differently. You gotta talk differently. You gotta walk differently. If you want elevation, if you want next level, if you wanna see this thing differently this year, everything you do has to change. Your insecurity has been in the way too long. Your jealousy, your envy has been in the way too long. The fear you've been wrestling with has been in the way too long. Get out of the way! It's time to stop watching 2% of the Earth's population crush it, win, execute, finish what they start, do what they say they're gonna do. Snap out of it! You got work to do! I get it, I get it. If we pull up your history, we'll find a lot of brokenness. We'll find a lot of trauma. We'll find a lot of empty places. If we pull up your history, we'll find a lot of failures. This must be the year that you are not defined by your history, but you fulfill your destiny. Why are you here? What were you placed here to do? Get to work, get to work, get to work. Because if you continue to lie to yourself, you won't be able to diagnose and treat your condition, your dysfunction, your disorder in order to treat it and change it. It must be identified and once you identify it, you gotta accept this reality. And the problem with many of you is you have not accepted the fact that you are lazy. You have not accepted the fact that you are inconsistent. You can't diagnose what you have not identified. Sometimes you need to go find a mirror and tell yourself with tears in your eyes, I am the problem. Once we stop accusing everybody else for our inconsistency and our lack of execution, all of a sudden the world opens up. We all need to get serious about our lives and ask ourselves the question, what is my God 
God-given destiny. Why am I here? Why have I survived? Some of the most brilliant minds of our generation are high school and college dropouts. Let me ask you a question. When are you going to drop out of the mentality that you are not enough? Please, please do yourself a favor and dispense with the excuses that you don't have time. Dispense with the excuse that you're not good enough. Dispense with the excuse that nobody will show up if I build it. That too many people are better than me. Drop out of the, I tried it last year and it didn't work. No, you didn't work. Doubt's gonna knock at your door, and insecurity's gonna knock at your door, and adversity and trial and tribulation's gonna knock at your door, and difficult tasks gonna knock at your door. And so you need to be prepared. Ready or not, it's coming. Are you prepared? If you're gonna win the year, if you're gonna win in life, then you gotta be prepared, you need perspective, and you need discipline. We get into this information constipation state where it's like we know all these things to do and really it puts us in a state of paralysis because it's like you heard it all before, you've seen it all before. I mean, really, social media has made the world so small, right? Information travels at the speed of light. And so you got all this information. And so we become sedated by information. We become satisfied and content with the fact that we know to do good. But to know to do good and not to do it is a disease. It is wickedness. The time is now to start applying what you know. What's the point of taking notes? What's the point of what's the point of buying courses? What's the point of joining communities? What's the point of making the investment? Some of you have journals full of dreams and no action has been taken. You will find that the men and women that turned the world upside down were the ones who got out of their own way. Get to work! You owe you! A lot of us, we watch. We watch everybody win in every facet of life. We watch the underdog rise under the lights. And we think to ourselves, when is it going to be my time? When is it going to be my time? And in order to be next, you got to see this thing differently. You got to change the way you live, you eat, you walk, you talk, you think. And once you walk in that newness, then you'll be next. When inconvenience becomes pleasure, when you have your mind made up that no matter how you're feeling every day, you're going to give it everything you have. You're going to give, you're going to see, you're going to sow, you're going to serve and give it everything you have. Then all of a sudden the world opens up to you. Come to the resolve this year that dedication, discipline, perspective, preparation, is going to be your new code of conduct. Motivation has an expiration date. And when motivation dies, discipline must take its place. The only way you're going to do, the only way you're going to accomplish, the only way you're going to execute is if discipline takes the place of your motivation. But until that motivation expires, and evolves into discipline, you will never become who God has called you to become. First, we conquer the day. 
and then we execute the week and that week turns into a month and that month turns into a quarter and that quarter turns into a year and then all of a sudden you look up and you're no longer just this motivated onlooker you are a disciplined desperate dangerous fulfiller of destiny what in the world are you waiting for there are people that are depending on you God place you in this world to do something get to work you may be average you may be ordinary but you have the opportunity every single day to make extraordinary decisions and what you do today will determine your future the future is very expensive the currency to get to the future the bridge that we build it is built on your daily decisions your habits your programming the way that you think the way that you talk the way that you walk blood sweat tears sacrifice people that you have to let go sleep that you have to lose multiple jobs that you have to work hours on end of study beating on your craft every single day it's not easy but it's worth it there are going to be nights you're going to cry yourself to sleep there are going to be times you're going to want to throw in the towel but if you keep going your future self will thank you if you can hear your future self talking to you now the future you would say thank you for not giving up thank you for not throwing in the towel thank you for not allowing the despair and the anguish and the anger and the bitterness and the jealousy and the ego to eat away at your progress and your perseverance and your ability to travail and endure i believe in the future number one you got to get crystal clear about who you believe you've been destined to be because everybody's looking to manifest we are all looking to evolve we are all looking to level up what is your life's purpose? What is your destiny? Why on earth are you here? What is it that you can do today to get closer to the fulfillment of that future? To get closer to the manifestation of the future? What are you doing today? What are you giving today? Remember why you had to let some people go. Remember why you're working so hard towards this thing. You're pressing, you're pushing, you're clawing, you're dragging yourself through mud and through murky water. Come on, remember why you're doing what you're doing. It may be difficult. It may seem impossible. The moment that you discover why you're here, spend the rest of your life Execute. There are going to be times when you give everything you have. And everything that you have is not enough. Push through the pain. Push through the anguish. Push through the brokenness. Do not stop. It's the no quit mentality. Wherever you are now is not where you're going to end up. You are special and you've been designed to change the world. 
So many of us want so many different things. And our life is filled with entertainment and recreation and people that we have not appraised. Have you appraised your connections? Have you done a scrupulous evaluation of everyone in your life? Are they assets or are they liabilities? Yes, you want the future, but what's your plan? And then the moment that you create the plan and you've ironed out all the kinks and you're crystal clear and you've got this plan, you've got this aim, this target, then you gotta stay committed. With tears in your eyes, you gotta be committed when your brain is hurting. You gotta be committed when you haven't gotten sleep in a few days. You gotta be committed. You gotta plow through that depression, that heaviness, that weariness and you gotta cling to the joy of the thought of the future that if you finish this course, then there is a reward at the end of this pain. You may feel as though you are not able to breathe now. You may be inundated with responsibility and it seems as though there is no way out of this. You have to be grateful for the ground that you've gained and guard the ground that you've gained. Celebrate the small wins. If we keep looking at the big picture, if we keep looking at the end game, if that's all we fix our eyes on, then we'll get off kilter, we'll lose our footing, and we'll walk around discouraged because you're not gonna just wake up in one day and fulfill destiny. It's the process that's perfecting us. It's the ins and the outs and the nuances. It's the song and the dance between destiny and the journey and the process and the promise. And we've got to learn how to execute the day. Give us this day. We've got to learn how to execute the day. Did you conquer the day? I'm not where I'm supposed to be, but I'm not where I used to be. And so we've got to celebrate the small wins, those mental wins, those emotional wins, those relational wins, those financial wins, those spiritual wins. We've got, we've got to celebrate, celebrate. And then we've got to be kind, not only to others throughout our process, but we've got to be kind to ourselves. The problem with many of us is that we're not kind to ourselves. Be kind to yourself. You can be assertive, you can be direct, you can be firm, but you can have a little empathy and a little kindness, not only on others, but on yourself. Because the truth of the matter is, you are not going to always feel like doing what you were designed to do, okay? And so we've got to condition ourselves for the stretch. With gratitude, we're going to need that coupled with patience. The future takes time to manifest. The future takes time because you are beautifully equipped to get the results you are currently getting and there are some bigger results that you are after and in order to get those results, in order to manifest that very specific future, you're going to have to acquire a different set of skills, a different work mentality. It's going to require you to become a different version of yourself. Elevation is all over you. Okay, next you got to seize the opportunity. There are so many opportunities for you to grow, so many opportunities for you to learn, so many opportunities for you to share, for you to give, for you to understand, for you to think, for you to be quiet, for you to speak. And you've got to know when to do, what to do, why to do. This is the paradigm of the future. The future has a specific paradigm that you have to execute. You have to walk in this. 
You're going to have to move from limited beliefs and you're going to have to move into limitless believing. You have to know your boundaries, establish your guardrails. You got to know your weaknesses and your strengths. Do not stop. It's the no quit mentality.